welcome to the Bob Priest Show of Life podcast. I'm your host, Bob Priest. Thanks for tuning in today's show. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject of health and wellness, as well as alternative technologies to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to our show today. For those tuning in for the first time, I want to let you know a little bit about my mission. It has been my mission to educate and expose my audience to alternative and more holistic approaches to better health and other modalities. And today is no exception. I've got a guest today that I've gotten to know over the last six, seven months that I just have a tremendous amount of respect for, and I'm looking forward to having a a conversation with Rachel Vanderweelen. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Just a little bit about Rachel. She is a health and life coach who helps women at every age boost their energy levels so they can live a rich and joyful life. Rachel has degrees in both nutrition and mental health and is a certified wellness coach through the Health Coach Institute. She lives in Seattle, Washington with her husband and her little Springer puppy, who we've talked a lot about, loves going on hikes and really enjoys playing her harp in her spare time. So, Rachel, thank you so much for being our guest today, and I'm looking forward to a conversation with you. Um, tell tell our audience a little bit about how you and I met. So, Bob and I met at uh, through the Health Coach Institute. We uh, were lab partners as we learned new content on health and wellness and life coaching. And yeah, so we got to meet every week for the past, gosh, maybe six months or so, a little I, bit longer than six I months. I think a little bit longer. We've become such good friends. We we try to talk almost every week, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been in uh, nutrition and mental health for, for a while now. Talk just a little bit about what you have seen in those two areas the, the good part of it and maybe not the go so good part and why you've started moving into a new direction of coaching in this space of uh, health and life. Yeah, so I, I'm very much interested in the mind-body connection. I believe that the foods that we're feeding our body impact our mental well-being. And the thing, and and all the other things that we do as well: exercise, sleep, um, journaling. You know, all of those things contribute to our mental health and well-being. And so, I'm just very passionate about how how those things interact with each other and and create beautiful lives for our for us. That's awesome. Now, in your in your work as a mental health professional. Have you noticed that the things you just mentioned, uh, the types of our nutrition, foods, our well-being, journaling, et cetera, et cetera, do you find that a lot of times when you're dealing with mental health issues with patients or clients, that a lot of those things are lacking? 
Yes. Uh, so I see, I see that a lot. And, and so my primary work the past maybe five years or so has been with the elderly population. And I see, uh, you know, not so much knowledge or um, interest in, in feeding the body. It's uh, so when I see that, and I see the mental health issues that kind of go along with that, what, what I often see is when once they're working with a dietitian or, or a nutritionist, somebody who can help them coach them in that way, then they see improvements in their life in, in so many different areas of their life. You find that a struggle, though, to get them to want to do that? I don't know if it's so much a struggle to get them to want to do it. I think that a lot of it is just raising awareness to start. I, I think that a certain generation, you know, they just don't, um, it's just not something that they think about as much as maybe some of the younger generations. And so just even mentioning to them, you know, this this could affect your mood, this, what, what you're eating and how, and how you're um, living your life has a huge impact on the way that you're um, experiencing life and it can cause, you know, mental health issues. Yeah. It's, it's all about that education piece, isn't it? Yeah. So I find, I find that once we kind of talk about it um, and I raise the awareness, then they're interested and they want to hear more, but of course, change is hard for everybody. So. Um, well, and, and that is correct. Change is hard. And part of the, uh, the coaching and learning that you and I went through in the uh, Health Coach Institute spent most of its time around learning how to change habits, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why don't you talk to that just a little bit? Uh, well, I think Bob and I both agree. I think you and I both agree that uh, so what we learned and what I've seen play out with my clients and the people that I know is that small habit changes can have a big impact on someone's life. So just trying to be 1% better, mm -hmm. and, it's uh, kind of that compound interest idea. I, absolutely, that 1%, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, in some of the clients I'm presently working with, I've been not preaching, even though my last name's Priest, but um, I've been really highly encouraging them to get into the mindset that we're not trying to take quantum leaps in our changes. We're trying to take a 1% mindset so that we can make little, very consistent changes. And have you found that to be pretty important too with your clients? Yes, definitely. And and I think it, it sets people's minds at ease too, knowing that just a small, small change can actually cause, you know, re you can reap huge rewards yeah if you just make a small change it absolutely and um and i know that uh, you and i both have had a lot of changes in our life over the past uh, several months and we've talked about that a lot but i've noticed rachel you um are really focused in with your area of expertise not only with the the nutrition and the mental health but you also are going to be working with women uh, to help boost their energy levels so that their lives are more enriched. Uh, talk to us about that a little bit and maybe 
because there'll probably be some folks on our, our in our audience that are female that maybe would like to hear what you specifically are doing for them. Yeah. So when I when I first started working with clients, one thing, a thread that I heard in all of my conversations with all of the women that I've worked with so far has been a feeling of a lack of energy. And, it, and that manifests in so many different ways. It affects so many different areas of life, whether that's um, not feeling like they have enough energy to, to be a good par parent to their children, to, you know, to be interacting with their kids in the way that they want to be. Uh, or it can manifest in the work environment where they just don't feel like they are feeling joyful and excited about going to work. And that, that can be an energy drainer. Um, or just having time left over to themselves to enjoy hobbies and interests, things that they enjoy doing. And so, so that was the, the common thread that I, I found with all of the women that I talked to was just feeling like they had a lack of energy to do the things that they wanted to do every day. And so, you know, noticing that trend, I started uh, working more specifically on ways that can boost energy. So not just, uh, so, so foods that can boost energy, reducing stress, pursuing things that bring joy and happiness to their mm. lives. So it, it's, uh, again, that holistic wellness approach to, um, to boosting energy and creating um, a beautiful life that, that just feels, you, you have the energy that you need every single day to do the things that you want to do. So, and it's kind of interesting. I'm I, I'm the opposite. I I work with men in that same capacity, um, but I know that in a in a men and women's side of things, there's really some differences that drain us each uh, each of us differently. Um, thinking about my mom and when I was a kid and a teenager and going through the many things that I had my mom have to do for me. Uh, not I didn't make the half her do, but she she did for me willingly. But you know, besides feeding, cleaning, running me here, there, and everywhere, and then trying to find some time along the way to enjoy her own life, I know I found my mom exhausted many times late in the evening, sitting at the kitchen table asleep with her head on her on her arms because she was just so tired. And uh, I wish way back then I would have had some more of the knowledge that I do today. I would have definitely found some ways to help mom have more energy. But um, what what's one thing that you would say is probably a, a really good first place to start um, when you're talking to someone about the problems that they're having with lack of energy? What's one thing that you would probably start with the first time around? Well, just as you were mentioning, uh, you know, the, the big difference between men and women, I think, and it's not always the case, but what I often see is, you know, women are in caregiving roles. They're, they're spending time with the children. And then they also, you know, depending on their age, are also in between taking care of their own children or taking care of their aging parents. Um, and so that, and as, and as much as they want to do those things and love doing those things, they can also drain energy. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I like to start with is, um, stress. 
So dealing with stress is, is so important because we women are constantly juggling so many different hats, doing mm. so many different things between taking care of the children, caring for their aging parents, working a full-time job or a part-time job. Um, so just trying to help them find some balance and reduce those stress levels. And I find that reducing stress is a great place to start um, and handling all of those other, tackling all of those other areas. So what if, what if someone said, but I don't really have a lot of stress in my life, would you really believe that? Uh, well, you know, I, for, for starters, I would say, you know, I would wonder if they're really aware of mm -hmm. the stress that they're experiencing in life, aware of their stressors. Um, because our society is so go, go, go. We are always, we're busy. Our schedules are packed with things. And, you know, so I, I would just be curious to know if they, if they're really aware of the impact of the, their busy schedule and how that's affecting them. But, yeah. That's where I was going with that because I think, <clears throat> I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm twice your age. So you and I kind of grew <laughs> up in a different era, but I've, I've always been busy. I've always kind of a type A kind of guy. I was a high school, middle school band director back in the day. So I was on the go all the time, nonstop. I never thought I was under stress. In fact, I thought I handled stress quite well. I seemed to be going easygoing guy. Now, unbeknownst to me, because I wasn't thinking about it, I was like that duck in the water where I look cool, calm and collected on top. But underneath, my feet are just going crazy mm -hmm. uh, to get me from point A to point B. Um, and then I had a stroke uh, a few years ago, and all of a sudden I had this aha moment that something was going on with my body because I was I was a runner, I was a cyclist, I was uh, really going, you know, keeping a healthy attitude about my body and things I put in it, and boom. Now that wasn't always the case. And when I was younger, I abused myself by just staying out so late and constantly doing things that just wore me down, but. Um, I don't think that people really stop to realize they're under a stress state pretty much 24 seven mm -hmm. and learning how to reduce that as much as humanly possible is so, so important. Would you agree? Yes, I definitely agree. So now you have a degree in nutrition mm -hmm. and um, of course the mental health. How are you able to use those two degrees now into your coaching practice? Give us kind of a, a blueprint of how you're doing things so that the ladies listening today may uh, be interested in giving you a holler. Yeah, well, I do think my perspective, um, it gives me a little bit more perspective and it also helps inform, you know, the way I work with clients so I have a deeper understanding of a lot of the um, issues out there, things like autoimmune conditions, um, other, other health issues. And so I feel like that gives me a little bit of an edge working with clients uh, in understanding what different challenges those individuals might face. Um, so having that deeper understanding of, of how the human body works, um, what nourishes the human body, uh, and how, how stress impacts the body. I, I think having that deeper knowledge really does help me better understand some of the challenges that, that women out there are 
facing. Okay. Now I know for women, and, and I know men too, but not to the degree of women, really struggle, especially at certain ages in life with the hormonal imbalances. So like when menopause comes along or, or even younger women that are going through different changes, how much of that is from diet or lack thereof and or stress uh, that has some form of effect on a woman's life that's maybe thinking it's more hormonal related, but it's really more some other things? Yeah, well, so stress plays a huge role in in the way that hormones work in the body, all kinds of hormones. Uh, so knowing how that impacts hormones and that women specifically struggle with hormonal issues, I would say that, it, you know, is, is it a chicken or the egg kind of situation? <laughs> is it stress causing the, the imbalanced hormones or are the imbalanced hormones causing stress? I, I, I would tend to say that the stress is causing the hormonal imbalance. And, uh, you know, so, so dealing with that stress is, is really, really important to improve hormonal balance. Well, I, I know we could talk about stress for the next hour because we've had those conversations and, and of course, a lot of our studies took us through that, but I, I want to de-stress for a minute mm -hmm. and I want you to talk a little bit about your harp playing and what got you started in that area, being a, a former musician, teacher, I'm always excited to hear about people that play. And when you told me you played the harp, I got real excited. In fact, I've watched some of your uh, videos you sent me and just it really does my heart well. So tell us about that experience and how does yeah. that help with your stress? Yeah, well, music is is a beautiful stress reliever. So anybody who's out there who's a mu musician or even just people who enjoy listening to music, or if you don't think that you enjoy listening to music, I suggest giving it a try because it is very relaxing. Um, but uh, so yeah, I got into playing the harp about, I would say three or four years ago. And I know it sounds really silly, but I, I had a dream one night where I was playing the harp and it just felt so good. And I woke up from that dream and I remembered my dreams because I often remember my dreams. And I, I just woke up from that dream thinking, oh my gosh, I, I want to like feel that in real life. And so, you know, I, I'm one of those kind of go-getter people. And uh, so I woke up that morning, said, I'm going to do this. And I Googled harp teachers in my area and rented a harp and, and just got started. <laughs> so that was about four years ago. And so now I play just about every day. And even with a, a small group, uh, an ensemble, we, we often do little gigs here and there. That is so cool. Um, for you folks listening that don't know much about instruments and things, uh, the harp is not one of the easier ones to pick up and play. Um, it's, it's a little more complicated. You're using all 10 fingers. And, and if you're really into the larger harps, you've got your feet going too and changing keys. So there's a lot to learn. And for you to, as an adult, jump into that arena, man, I applaud you big time. That's exciting to know that you do that. And you're absolutely right. Music, um, I call Sue's the savage beast. It, mm -hmm. it helps us relax. It does something to us. Um, <clears throat> you know, even if you listen to different types of music, 
they can take you all kinds of different directions. So that's so cool. I, I'm glad you shared that with us. Um, you know, as we get ready to wrap up, I would like for you to think about a couple of pieces of value that you think would be really advantageous to our audience today. And um, <clears throat> but before you do that, while you let that mull around, can you tell us um, how someone could reach out to you? if they wanted to talk to you about possibly consulting, um, see um, if they could work with you as a, a coach. And so tell us how they could reach you, if you have a website, if you email, whatever. And we'll also have this in the notes for the folks to see. Yeah, so right now I am available through email and my email address is Edgar. Spell that for us. Zero nine. It's E, e D as in dog, G as in girl, A R zero nine at gmail.com. And uh, yes, that's my maiden name. I, I got married during the pandemic, which was a whole experience in, a, in and of itself. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, the good news is, is you all were locked up together. <laughs> yeah. And we're still together. So we made it work. Well. You learn a lot about yourself when you had nowhere else to go. Yes, that's very true. That's neat. Um, so as we wrap up, let's talk about a couple pieces of value that you think that someone could take away today and, and that could have some form of impact in a positive way on them. Yeah, well, I'm actually really glad that you had brought up uh, my playing the harp because I think one of the things, uh, one of the things that I tell my clients is that they they need to find an outlet. They need to find something that brings joy. And a, a lot of my clients actually end up having something that they already are passionate about. So, so most people have something that they're passionate about, but have put it on the back burner for so long. And, uh, you know, whether that's art, uh, drawing, painting, playing a musical instrument, writing poetry, making jewelry. I have women of all kinds, you know, who have all kinds of different passions and interests. And when we are caregivers, oftentimes those do get put to the back burner. And mm -hmm. so my advice to women out there is to, you know, pick up your passions, dust them off and enjoy them, spend some time with them uh, and enjoy, enjoy the time that you make for yourself. And, and that's the other tip, I guess, is, is finding time, being a be, finding a way to make the time for yourself is so important. And so that's why I really encourage everyone that I work with to, to pursue something that, that brings them joy. You know, I, I thought about something when you said find the time for self. Mm -hmm. uh, we all need to learn how to say no sometimes way before we say yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And learning how to say no is not an easy thing, especially as you continue going through life and or your child, it's your child and they want you to help them do what whatever it is or they want to go here, there, everywhere. And it's hard for us as parents to say no. But sometimes the no is an important learning lesson for everybody concerned when you, when you agree. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and, and and that's something that I do coach my clients on. Mm. I, and, and I'm sure you do too, Bob, is learning how to say no and and how to be okay with that. 
Exactly. That, that's so important. Um, so Rachel, it, it has been a treat having you on my show today. Uh, for my listeners, um, uh, to go to the Bob Priest Show of Life, you can either go to Spotify or Apple Podcast. Uh, my website is Bob, excuse me, www.bobpriestcoaching.com. And I also have an alternative website. It's just called bobpriest.life. And you can also reach out to me at either one of those places by email. You want to set up an appointment with me, you can go to my calendar link and um, decide which one of those days is open for you. And we can have a chat and just talk about things. So folks, thank you for tuning in today and listening to Rachel and me banter a little bit about health and life. And I'm sure we're going to do more of this together because we have we are talking about that, uh, having our own coach's corner and, and reaching out through that direction. So you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in. And this will go live on Friday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, thanks again for checking into, today, into today's episode. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, Apple, leave me a five-star rating if you so choose uh, and if you enjoyed the show. I'm so grateful that you're spending some time with us and listening to our podcast. Uh, if you need to get in touch with me to learn more about my passion to inform and educate about alternative methods and modalities of healing, you can go to www.bobpriest.life. That's B-O-B-P-R-I-E-S-T dot life. While there, uh, check out a blog or two and listen to other podcast sessions that I've had in the past. Guys, have a great day and thank you so much for joining me.